Easter. Four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden. you got to love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four-wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal wall or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools. Quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan. Tools built tough. The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brody Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be exciting two young up-and-coming teams watch live now with no ad breaks in play 4k capabilities have arrived you can now watch selected afl games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action new to ko get on board and start your free trial today Yes, teach me please. Ah, how good is this, ladies and gentlemen? I'm very excited today. I've got a special treat for you. It's very, very exciting. I've had the pleasure of doing this taste test before, but I'm back in again. And before I introduce you to my incredible guests, uh, this episode of Teach Me Please is brought to you by beautiful friends at Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. And uh, without further ado, can I please introduce Leandro and Sean? How are you guys? Good, thanks. thanks. What's yeah. going on? Oh, we're excited to be here today. Thanks yeah, for very us. excited. I'm going to push this closer to oh. you because we're like it's like Joe Rogan, yeah. like one step away um, from the mic. Hey, Leandro, we're friends. Absolutely, we met up at uh, the Grove Boundary, Boundary Bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last harvest, Didn't it was uh, good fun to have you over there. We got we got like drunk off extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, Is that yes. Because <laughs> it happened to me. I think. <laughs> I think you went a little bit hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Um, we met up there, and I. I absolutely loved it. Had an awesome day. And um, big shout out to Amy, Charlie and Aaron who are in the studio today too. Round of applause for the girls. <laughs> we, uh, we, we made some great friends up at uh, Boundary Bend with Cobram. And today we've got Sean in too, who is an incredible title here. Lead healthcare professional educator. Yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful, but yeah, I'm a dietitian. I think that's probably easier cool. to yeah, get your mouth around. Love that. Um, so you work obviously with Cobram. Uh, Leandro, you're the co-CEO, chief oil maker expertise in extra virgin olive oil and responsible for creating all of Cobram's signature blends, which we're going to try today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and officially, I'm also the oldest serving employee of the company. That, that wasn't needed. That wasn't needed, mate. You, you didn't need to say that because you look handsome AF. And I think it's got a lot to do with the extra olive virgin oil, yeah, olive absolutely. oil. 85 years old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Darcy Donk, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Dylan. I'm excited for this today, mate. Um, I, they didn't bring you in any, but I said, I need my Darcy to yep. do some testing today because we did the, um, with Megan Mal a while back, we did how to taste wine. And to, today we're doing how to taste extra virgin olive oil, which I genuinely before was uh, lucky enough to go up to um, the beautiful grove there at Boundary Bend and actually learn a lot about olive oil like that it's not just one sort of thing in every bottle there's so many sort of intricacies and how it's made and the health benefits and all these bits and pieces i was genuinely amazed that's when i asked you guys i was like can we please do a teach me please about olive oil because there are so many things and also i did forget a lot of them um at the (laughs) event so i want to go through them again but 
quickly, we'd love to sort of chat about, um, Leandro, your role and then Sean yours and about what you guys do at Cobram and how it all sort of works. How big is Cobram even too, which I was amazed with how big the Grove was. Uh, it's actually quite quite large. In, in my case, I'm originally from Argentina where I started working as a researcher with Olives you know, over you know, 25 years ago uh, and moved to Australia right at the time that Cobram was about to make the very first olive oil in 2001. So been with the company for 22 years and nearly, you know, as many harvesters yeah, and harvests over there. So it's a, it was actually a, a pretty good pretty good journey. And the company sort of grew with the support mainly of you know, Australian consumers over that time and, and developed into one of the largest, you know, fully vertical integrated companies around the world. I didn't realize how big Cobram was. Like it, I didn't realize like how you so much you send it like all over the world. How many trees is there again? I, I said like 10 million, but is that too many? <laughs> no, it's about two, two and a half million. Okay. But that's, uh, that, that's, that, that's actually plenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just to put it in perspective, we produce at Cobram Estate more olive oil than France, for example, or more olive oil than Israel. So really more olive oil than whole countries or big regions like Tuscany, for example, people usually associate olive oil, Tuscany, Italy, well, we produce more olive oil than Tuscany. That's what's, <laughs> that's what's hectic. I didn't realize how much, you know, we get export out of our country. Like we're not known for it, but internationally we must be. Well, it's, it's, it's quite interesting because the Australian olive oil industry itself is actually quite small. You know, mm. in, in world terms, we produce less than 1%, but us as a company actually very, very large given the scale that we are allowed to, to have here. And, and we have been, in a sense, also driving a very large growth in the consumption of extra virgin olive oil in Australia, which is fantastic. You know, it, it doubled the consumption in the past 20 years and largely was on the back of the growth of the Australian olive oil industry, which was virtually non-existent 20 years ago. There was hardly any olive oil produced in Australia at all, you know, last century. Unbelievable. And when you go up there, you can see how big it is, how many people it's actually, yeah, supporting. Sean, um, dietitian, getting mm -hmm. involved in olive oil, what was your thoughts around this? How did it all come about? Yeah. And I watched a show on Netflix. It was called Blue Zones. Yes. Mm. I've heard, I haven't watched it it's yet, so I will good. admit, but I really want to. It's I've heard like a my lot about it. 101 pub chat. Yeah. Like it's sort of just like <laughs> I bring it up. If people ask me a bit more about it, I'm like, just watched one series on it. Like, I don't know a lot about it, but it's about people living the longest. And in Sardinia, mm -hmm. I think is one of the Blue Zones. And they base themselves off uh, the European sort of lifestyle, diet, and olive oil is a big feature in yeah. their diet. It's funny, isn't it? Because like when you talk about olive oil, and even prior to coming up, I was like, oh, oil, it's a, it's a fat. It mustn't be good for you. Yeah. That's a common misconception. And I think that's because back in the day, there was that sort of low fat was kind of... I guess, the diet of choice. Everyone was a bit scared of fat, um, but that's definitely been debunked. And yeah, like the Mediterranean diet, which is what they you know follow in Sardinia, that's sort of consistently rated as one of the healthiest eating patterns in the world. And they definitely use extra virgin olive oil liberally um, and lots of healthy fats. So yeah. I reckon there's some 101s before, because we're doing a tasting. 101s to get into before the tasting. I think we talk about the difference between extra virgin olive oil and olive oil, mm. just to set that precedent. And then... Do you reckon before the tasting we talk about how it goes from a tree to bottle? Because that was an amazing process that I couldn't believe. And I'm going to be completely honest here. Before I went up, I know olive oil, the word is in the name, but I just <laughs> didn't think it was actually an olive that was a part of the olive oil. Yeah. yeah. Is that? Can you tell me that that's like some people think well, that or is that yeah, just me? Yeah, it, yeah it, 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 it certainly it's uh, it's 
it's part of what we have done over the past 20 years is a lot of education. Yeah, you know, okay. essentially for a product that is not naturally um, a, a common in, in Australia or in many other countries, it just takes a fair bit to educate. And pretty simple, we can get into the process because then the process leads to what is extraversion and yes. what is not extraversion. In very simple terms, extraversion olive oil is the juice of the olive. <laughs> we pick the olive from the tree in our groves. We very quickly take that olive to our mill. We crush it. And then after mixing that paste you know, for about an hour, we spin it out. The oil comes out one end, the rest of the paste on the other end. That's it. It's finished. Um, very simple, straightforward process. Very natural product. And that's one of the things that are really making extra virgin olive oil so special over other fats is the fact that it's really a very natural product with no chemicals, no heat treatments or anything that goes with it. It's just really and simply the juice of, of the olive. The time amazed me from like actually getting a olive off a tree. So even from plant planting to being fully grown to then picking to bottle, what is that time again? It was a well, crazy... The, 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 one of the things that actually make us very special you know, as, as a company or as a olive oil producer in the world is the fact that because we control everything, which is actually quite unique, um, we are able to take the fruit from the tree to the mill and then convert it into olive oil and in fact then put it into a bottle within a very, very short time frame. The fruit goes from the tree, converted into oil inside the tank within four to six hours. It's actually a really, really good process. And you may be asking, well, what does it have to do with quality? Well, it's the same like with almost any other juice. If you're doing really good orange juice, you really want to pick a fresh orange that really is great straight from the tree, squeeze it straight away. Well, the sooner that you do that, the better that that juice is going to taste like. The same, exactly the same goes with extra vegetable. I love juice. Yeah, and it's important for the um, health benefits as well. So even the freshness, the fresher it is, the healthier it is, because those um, antioxidants, and we'll get into that a little bit later. I like that word. Um, yeah, they they do start to kind of degrade over time. So if we can get them, you know, the, from the tree to pressing them as quickly as we can, then we're going to lock in the antioxidants as well. So usually, when people talk about the health benefits of extra virgin, of olive oil or how good olive oil tastes like, they're always really referring to extra virgin olive oil, which mm -hmm. is a of the game, <laughs> you know, it's absolutely the highest quality. Everything else will be clearly a step low in terms of how it tastes or the amount of health benefits that will bring to your yeah. diet. So extra virgin versus olive oil, what's the, what's the main differences? Extra virgin would be when the fruit is picked at its optimal time, crushed straight away, and the oil has no, what we describe as organoleptic defects. You know, when, when the oil tastes really great. And this is what we're gonna be doing today. The moment that the fruit is not so great because been affected by pests or disease or took too long between harvesting and processing, that oil that is not great from the flavor point of view and also from the chemistry point of view is called virgin. And if it's really bad, if it's really bad, you pick the fruit from the ground and you know the fruit is rotten and the oil that produces is not suitable for human consumption. The industry called that lampante because in the old days it used to be burnt in lamps. Uh, that, but now, obviously, electricity is a bit cheaper than what it was to be you know, <laughs> 2,000 years ago. So what happens with that oil gets refined, um, so treated with chemicals and heat um, to be able to strip all the bad flavors, but also, regretfully, they stripped also the good things in, in the oil, and that being what we call refined olive oil or olive oil or pure olive oil. So anything that it doesn't say extra virgin olive oil is likely to be a refined product. Really? That's pretty crazy because I'm big on eggs. 
right? <laughs> like I like, you know, you, you can look at eggs and you're like cage-free, farm-fed, and it says all this stuff on it. But a similar thing, I always try and go for organic eggs. Mm. I don't know why. Eggs are a little bit weird. I don't know why we're talking about eggs, but eggs are a, bit, a little bit strange. And I just want to make sure they're like the best eggs possible. So yeah. what we're saying is when we're reading a bottle of olive oil, as long as it has extra virgin on it, it's necessarily going to be a high quality. It's crazy though to know that now that like anything less than that isn't very good. That's that's usually a first guide about, well, how do, you, how do I know what to choose? In the supermarket, there's usually a big diverse range of oil there. Definitely go extra virgin first. You know, second... As we're going to describe, it is a fresh product. It is a fresh juice. Um, so the fresher that you have it, you know, the better it will be for you, the better it will taste. Uh, so another thing to look for is harvest date. You check for the harvest date. In Australia, harvest goes between April and May every year. So by now, for example, in November, December, we should be buying 2023 harvest, which is sort of the harvest that happened six months ago. That's the freshest oil available. If it says 2022, 2021, or it doesn't say anything at all, it's clearly an older oil, and you're not going to get all the benefits that you, know, you expect out of that, that product. What about cooking, though, with um, olive oil? This is... <laughs> That's like one of the questions, I can I get asked more than anything really? else in my job. Um, not about eggs? Not about no, eggs, no, that's yeah. in my old job, yes, but yeah. not in this job. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, so often people unfortunately think you can't cook with extra virgin olive oil. Because they think it's just like a charcuterie, like a They think it's thing. just for, yeah, like marinades and dressings, salads, but that's absolutely not true. You can cook with it, you should cook with it. It's perfectly safe, one of the most stable cooking oils to cook with because that's what the, I guess, the myth is. It's all around smoke point. I don't know mm. if you've heard of smoke point before. I have, but explain for the listeners. Well, this is the thing, most people... Yep. They'll say that. They'll just be like, oh, because of smoke point. And you're like, do you know what that is? It's, so. no, I, don't, I don't know what that is, to be completely honest. <laughs> not many people do. It's basically just the point that the oil starts to smoke. But that's not necessarily meaning that the oil is actually breaking down. Yeah. So from our perspective, we would always say that smoke point is not the best indicator of how well an oil is going to perform at heat. So there's other things that you should be looking for in an oil. Mm. And there's research to back it up to show that extra virgin olive oil actually is one of the most stable oils. And that's because of its fat profile, which again, we can talk about a little bit later, but it's got a certain type of fat in there that is just naturally more stable. And the antioxidants, that word again, they also protect the oil from breaking down. Love that. So and you can use is, it. Yeah. And the thing is also when you're cooking, people don't usually think that when you're cooking something with oil, let's suppose you're f frying your chicken schnitzel yes. in an oil. There's a lot of hap a lot of interaction happening between the schnitzel and the oil. So plenty of the fat in the chicken will migrate to the oil that you're frying it with, and a fair bit of the oil that you're using is migrating into the chicken breast that you're frying. So at the end of the day, the piece of chicken that you're eating has a lot to do with how healthy it is or, or how good it tastes, the fatty acid composition, the amount of antioxidants <laughs> is linked to the type of oil that you use. So the better the oil that you use to cook it with, the better that that piece of chicken will taste and will be for you. That's very interesting. Yeah, Charles, she's fist pumping. Yeah, she's she, excited. She likes the she likes the fat the the smoke points. No, she doesn't like the smoke points. <laughs> oh, she doesn't point. like smoke points exactly. No, we don't like that. No. Um, to go back on that, this is something that I am always actually very intrigued with, and it's just a broader question about all. When do you put it in the pan? What do you mean? When do you put it in the pan? A heated pan. Yep. Heat it up. Heat the pan. Heat get the pan a bit up, warm. Then put the olive on. Then put the or oil. put it on and then heat it. I usually heat the pan. 
Leandro's let it get like warm. You don't matter? Doesn't change. Okay. Doesn't change really? Providing okay. that you don't really go over the top with heat, not just with olive oil, with any other oils. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you just want to keep it within the right temperature, 150, 160, 180 degrees, depending on the type of cooking. It's a good point, isn't it? Like my cooking's either stove off or stove like fully blasting, <laughs> and I think that's where I make the low and slow. Low I and think slow. Is what they I say. Know. Low very and slow. Impatient, very yeah. impatient. All right. You want to get on to the Let's tasting? get into some tasting. Okay. okay. Let's do it. Well, we'll with I will the first say one. this, Sean, as well. Before we, I do have this. Um, I was really lucky, as I said, to get out there last time. Thank you. Um, we- to the to the um, to the Grove, and we, you know, in like the factory, as soon as they take it off it goes in and goes like into that first what is it called Leandro what help me out here that first like when the oil goes in where the fuck does it go Leandro it goes in somewhere it goes off the tree and it's pouring into a into the harvester thing. and then goes into yeah. the bean and then we'll yeah. into the oil tub into the oil tub that's <laughs> the yeah. word I was thinking and we were there and Leandro like grabbed this cup and he's like filling them all up and mine he was talking for a while and he filled it up to like it was like probably 75 <laughs> mils, maybe even more. Well, there you go. Maybe maybe 200 mils. And I was like, I can't be rude here. You sort of were <laughs> sipping on these olive oil. And I ended up just like necking the whole thing. It was very oily, that but it was be. beautiful. You thought that was a truly truly an olive oil shot? Yeah, yeah. it was. Well, you would have got your whole you know, recommended amount in one shot. A lot so of antioxidants there you in go. There. Yeah. So it was good. Bet you felt very healthy after okay. that. These are, the fancy, these are the fancy caps. <laughs> you know, these, these are the caps that officially tasters use to taste uh, extra virgin olive oil. So we've got oil. three levels today. Is that right? So three, yeah, yeah, different. Three, three different oils. We're going to taste a couple of good ones and, and a bad one. I'll explain yeah. a little bit about yep. what what to look for when you're tasting you know, extra virgin olive oil. The reason why the caps are blue is so we don't, as a taster, be able to see the color of the oil. Uh, so the oils could be green, it could be golden color, and could be good or bad, regardless of the color. So because color doesn't matter from the quality point of view with olive oils, tasting caps are blue, we just take the color away. So we just focus on two things, how it smells, how it tastes. Pretty simple. That's very that's very interesting. What you will look for with the smell, it needs to remind you of something fresh. So if we smell the oil, take a really nice sip, and it reminds you of anything fresh. Could be a fresh juice, um, fresh fruit, fresh vegetable, fresh cut grass. That smells like apple juice. Apple juice. It, it has it has some apple notes. It has also some tomato notes. You know, just like especially the tomato leaves or the tomato. Mm. You, know, you know, when you're chopping up a, a tomato for a tomato yeah. salad, you get a little bit of that. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of Fresh cut grass when you're mowing the lawn at home. Yeah, it's a bit of that, but they're all grated subtles. apple. Yeah, grated, grated apple. apple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good nose, specifically grated. It's yeah. grated. Yes. I know. When I was a kid, yeah. when I was sick, my mum used to give me grated apple, and it just takes me back. Absolutely, those are all the nose. So very subtle, fresh, nice, mm-hmm. inviting. And then we take a sip. Are we going to do not the... seventy-five mils no, in no, one no. shot? No, not just enough. It. Just enough to coat your mouth. And what we're after in the mouth is just to get that mouth feel. Good extra virgin olive oil because it's a fresh juice. It should actually not feel oily at all. So sometimes that's surprising. I'm going to be tasting olive oil and it's not going to feel oily now. Actually, it should disappear from your mouth pretty quickly, leaving your mouth with a very clean, you know, easy tasting feeling. Let's no, go for it. Let's do it. What I do is they <laughs> suck in that air. Oh, I did you know, that with the, the wine day. tasting as yeah, well. Yeah, similar. Well, that's what you do. Is aerates it. It aerates it, yeah, almost like you're doing a, an <laughs> oh, spray. Oh, I'm getting a bit of pepper. Yeah, yeah, you're doing. I mean, that's uh, the other thing that we're getting there. Um, the natural antioxidants oh. in oil will actually make or feel like a bit bitter, like <clears> as <throat> if you're having a black coffee, you know, a bit of drying sensation on the side of your tongue and also a bit of a peppery tingling yeah. on the back of your throat. 
all that is because of the antioxidants. The more antioxidants in the oil, the more that you're going to feel that. And this is what we, as tasters, describe the oil style. You know, this oil is, is probably medium, a medium range. Let's say if we compare that with wines, it would be like a Pinot Noir or, mm. yeah, better like Pinot Noir, an easy drinking wine. You get a little bit, not too much. We're going to be going for a more robust one, which is essentially the one with more antioxidants. You'll feel a lot bitter, a lot more pungent. Yeah. And, and it just goes with different styles. So this is a mild, this is like this is a mild to medium oil. Good. The, like good extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, this is like our Cobra Mistake classic. Yeah. The, the, the standard oil that goes into a purple label yeah. in the supermarket is a very easy all-rounder, can be used you know, for cooking, dressing, salad. Again, those tomato notes, those green notes, for example, if you think about a caprese salad, you've got a creamy cheese, mm. the basil, you know, fresh tomato. This oil will tie everything up because you've got the fruitness of the tomato, apple, beet, the creaminess or the fattiness goes with the cheese and also mm. the fresh green components of, of the basil. Just... Tied it all together makes a really good result. That was that feeling, Darcy. I'm just looking at you here. Yeah, it's a bit like the tannin. Oh, are you it's sure? A different, no, so no, no, you have just, issues. It is. It is. is they're, it? they're chemically oh they're cousins. Cousins. <laughs> there you go. They they have they they, they develop a similar very similar feeling. So that the astringency that you get out of the tannins on red wine are very very closely chemically related to the antioxidants in olive oil. What were the tannins again? Tannins. I'm just asking you because I know they are. The tannin, the tannin is only in red wine. Only in red wine, yes. yes. So <laughs> I can't remember what the tannin was, no, but no, I do no. remember what it felt like in the throat. And this, and this is why I'm saying this, this oil would be a... Is a Pinot. Equivalent one to a Pinot Noir. Yeah. So something with relatively low levels of tannin, so easy drinking oil, easy to use. The second one that we're going to have is much, much higher, would be like having a big Shiraz. You yeah, know, something right. really, really high in tannin. It's a very different mouthfeel, yeah. very different mm. um, composition. It's interesting because on the uh, the it's actually quite going the other way with the wine um, podcast we did with Megan Mel. We'd be like, what would you pair this with cooking wise? If you're cooking something with this one, what would it go best with? I use that for everything. Every, is that like that's just like a, my go-to. go-to? If I'm just gonna cook every night, I go for this one personally. Yeah. You're probably a bit yeah, more te- technically <laughs> on the cooking side. You know, <laughs> technically, you, you, you go similar to wines. You go with the milder oils. You know, the oils with lower level of antioxidants. You know, our, our classic and our um, light flavor oils. They go with food that you don't want to be overpowered by the flavor of the oil. Yeah, you know, if you're doing fish or seafood, yep. if you're preparing mayonnaise, you just go with this oil, but also as butter replacement. If you don't want to use butter in your baking, yeah, you know, if you're gonna be doing cakes or muffins, well, instead yeah. of using butter, you use olive oil, you use this one, Fantastic what did, result. What did we do at the uh, at the Grove again when we cooked up the olive cake? Uh, that's one of our secrets. The olive oil gets a really well. Can we goes talk about that? <laughs> no. Goes really we well. <laughs> goes really well. Goes really well with some cakes in particular. For example, with carrot cake because yeah. the carrot cake is a bit of a spicy cake. Yeah, it goes really well replacing the butter with uh, olive oil. But also you can use the extra virgin olive oil, good extra virgin olive oil to do the icing. Yes, just, the icing, that's it. Yeah. yeah, you just essentially pour a little bit of olive oil on top of icing sugar. That's all what it is. You mix it until you get the right texture you want. Perfect icing, really healthy icing. <laughs> Dars, we did this. I don't know if we can actually talk about it. It might be covered secret. But they put this olive oil with some uh, icing on a cake. Olive cake. Good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, it was very, it was, I'll make you some. Please do. Week. I will do that. Um, perfect. So stock standard, here it is. Anything else worth noting about this or more health stuff in the next? I reckon we'll talk about the health stuff in the next one okay. because, as Leandro said, there's even more antioxidants mm. in that next one. If you were not sure what 
beetroot should taste like with extra virgin olive oil in the next one you're going to have we'll it. Oh no. Yes. Yeah. You okay. want to try it? Yes, please. I like the blue cups. Mm. Smart. Are we going to do like we, the warming up? We do the same. I mean, sometimes what technically the ideal tasting temperature is 28 degrees. Mm. You know, we have uh, electric mats where we'll keep the oil at that temperature for official tastings. But here we use sometimes the back of our hand just to warm it up a little bit. Yep. Um, spin it around, let it coat the side of a glass so it will help to release even more aroma. Similar to what you do with the, with the wine. And then when we smell it, this oil, again, will have smell, you know, fresh smell, but very different than the previous one. Very, very, very different. Anything <laughs> that you like to pick and you describe on this one? Do you have to close your eyes when you smell? Is that just... Yes. It's almost like when you're eating the jelly beans you know, without chicken, the color. Yeah. I think, what is this flavor? Yeah, yeah, is this yeah. a popcorn one? It's hard to pick it out, what it is, yeah. <laughs> it's hard until Leandro tells you, and yeah, then, then you're, you're like, like, oh, that's oh, what it yeah, is. This one has the, the, like most, the most dominant apple. for me. So apple, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of apple. There's definitely also very clear green almonds, almost like the marzipan, the mm. almond paste. Um, it's a very clear taste. It's a bit of cinnamon in there, in, in, the, in that smell. So it's almost like having a strudel. You got the whole you yeah. know, apple yeah. cinnamon. I get the cinnamon. And, and, uh, I get the cinnamon. <laughs> and so it's, it's a very interesting, and, and people may be asking, okay, what is why olive oils can taste differently? Yeah. And... It's mainly driven by the varieties. You know, it's similar with wine. Different varieties of grapes give you different wines. With different with olives, it's the same thing. Different varieties of olives will yeah. give you different oil styles. Yeah. Um, where you grow them and how early you pick them in the season also have a bit of an influence on the style of the oil. But fundamentally, it's the different cultivar that you use that really drives those different flavors, being a bit milder with different fruity flavors or being a little more robust like in this yeah. case. This is what we would describe more of a sharper robust you know oil and when you take a sip you're gonna get all those things happening in your mouth and it's a little bit like a mexican oh. feast oh. <laughs> oh. it's got me takes a second as well yeah. i just breathed it in but it was very good <laughs> this is you get all That's that a talent. it's almost like a <laughs> chili sensation just all tingling around your mouth you and you're just quite, re, re, quite strong we need can, people should when listening to this go back and actually grab some bottles and do it with us because I don't know many people who just trial it without <clears throat> sorry there's something in my throat I don't know many people who trial it without actually having it you know like yeah. not many people would have ever drank olive oil I know and I think people think like we were saying that it's going to leave your mouth feeling fatty but it doesn't like no, your mouth feels off. clean and fresh it disappears it disappears yeah. very quickly and that's one of the key characteristics of good quality extra virgin olive oil yeah. it should really disappear from your mouth within 5 to 10 seconds you may still have that chilly feeling yeah, it's almost like when you have no. spicy food but no oily you know, yeah. feelings at all like you know when you put sunscreen on and you think it's going to yeah. like you think Crazy. that's but it doesn't do that no and that as I think Andrew, <clears throat> Andrew was saying before that little tickle that you get in the back of your throat was it antioxidants it's a specific antioxidant called oleocanthal and that's what's you know tickling the back of your throat yeah, wow easter four days of outdoor adventures work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden you gotta love that bring on the jobs and pile them up 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle you could be in the outdoors putting your four-wheel drive to the test tearing down an internal war or maybe putting a new one up or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table whatever the task over easter trojan tools are up for the job trojan tools quality tools at diy prices backed by a lifetime warranty available in store or online at bunnings warehouse trojan tools built tough 
The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brodie Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be exciting. Two young up-and-coming teams. Watch live now with no ad breaks in play. 4K capabilities have arrived. You can now watch selected AFL games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action. New to KO? Get on board and start your free trial today. I want to get into benefits in two seconds. Just one question before um, about that one. So with the the grapes, with the uh, olives, are they like a rarer olive, like the better they are? Or is this... Is this more of a different taste, or is it actually better for you as well? The like the harsher it is, not harsh, but the you know the. It, t- technically, it is better for you, yeah. but I'm gonna jump a little bit into yeah. <laughs> uh, territory. There's only so much antioxidants that you can actually take, and your body can use gotcha. every day. So essentially, even this one that is milder, if you use what is normally recommended, you know, two three tablespoons a day, uh, you will have still plenty of antioxidants. Everything else is extra gotcha. and our body will just eliminate it you know, yeah you just that's how it works love it all right let's get down to um some of the health stuff as well Woo. where do i start <laughs> <laughs> well i guess um there's sort of two areas that we talk about with um extra virgin olive oil that contribute to how healthy it is one's that fat profile that i was talking about sort of earlier and I listened to your podcast with Dom Kondo. Yes, Dom Kondo. Um, sports dietitian. Dr. Dom, yes, she's fantastic. Yeah, which Shout is out to Dr. Excellent. Dom. Yes, yeah, very, very I love good. that. So We'll have to send her some more law. Yeah, we've, we've met um, Dom through Cobram before. So, yeah, she um, hopefully is a fan. Well, only, um, only the best work together, <laughs> am I right? Including us. But um, I think she kind of talked a little bit about fats as well. Yes. Um, so the fat profile, so all oils are fats, but they're made up of different types of fats. So we've kind of broadly got... Healthy fats, unhealthy fats. I think Don went through this, um, but the main fat in extra virgin olive oil is monounsaturated fat. So it's about seventy-five percent monounsaturated fat, and that's one of the what we call healthy fats. So monounsaturated fats, in particular, are really good for heart health. So that's kind of one part of it. Isn't it so funny with uh, oil because you think it's good for heart health, and you say like, "Well, you've eat deep fried food, and it's in oil; it's yeah. bad for you." So. Yeah. Well, again, it depends on the type of exactly, oil, yes. and it's still that hangover from that low fat era. Yeah. But as I said, that's been debunked. Um, having healthy fats is really important in your diet. Uh, they're important for lots of different things. They help you absorb certain vitamins, the fat soluble vitamins. But yeah, the monounsaturated fats particularly can help with like your cholesterol, which we know can contribute to your heart health. Yeah. So that's one part of it. Um, but the other part that we've sort of sort of alluded to today is the antioxidants. And that's also um, really unique to extra virgin olive oil. So um, the extra virgin olive oil has lots of natural antioxidants in there. And that's what's kind of really special, really unique about the oil. So those antioxidants are really important for your health as well. Again, for your heart health. But yeah, heart health would be one of the main benefits of extra virgin olive oil. But those antioxidants are great for just, you know, the aging, your general well-being and all sorts of things. Well, uh- what is an antioxidant? I know that's a stupid. <laughs> no, basic it's not question, a stupid question yeah. because we throw these terms around all the time. Yep. But antioxidants, I guess, they're quite important because what they do is they kind of go around and mop up 
what we call free radicals. Mm -hmm. So free radicals are these little molecules that can cause damage to your cells. So they can be um, caused by just natural aging, just the natural kind of process of creating energy, but they can also come from pollution, from smoking, through just poor lifestyle. So if you've got too many free radicals in the body, they can start to damage your cells. Mm. So essentially antioxidants go around and they like neutralize or mop up the free radicals. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so it's Great a technical. Great explanation, by the way. That, <laughs> like, that's like very and, good and, way and, to explain and that. And like hundreds of different antioxidants. Yes. Yeah. And, and our bodies, in general terms, really enjoy the diversity of those. Yeah. And most of the antioxidants, and normally when people talk about antioxidants, they immediately think about blueberries, strawberries, mm -hmm. you know, green tea, <clears throat> and they're actually certainly loaded of uh, antioxidants. But most of those antioxidants are water-soluble. So they, 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 and one of the big differences and one of the unique things about the antioxidants in olive oil that they are fat-soluble. So they, that allows those antioxidants to target, in particular, some of the fatty tissues in our bodies. You know, mm -hmm. some cell walls. You know, um, our you know, nervous system. They're all really fairly rich in fat, and that's why they're very specific to, to help with that. But probably one of the things that make, I would say, extra virgin olive oil um, so important, such a critical part of the Mediterranean diet. That's probably one of the best research diets. Is that it actually makes the eating of a plant-based diet. Um, way more enjoyable yeah. mm -hmm. and because of that you end up eating more of, of, of those natural products and the antioxidants in olive oil the antioxidants present in all those other uh, vegetables and, and, and fruits to some extent will just really make what we think is a very well balanced diet and overall really good for us yeah it's really good yeah, so I think, you know, some people might think vegetables or salad maybe don't taste that great. I don't think that. But, you know, but if you put extra virgin olive oil on there, it helps the taste. So it sort of facilitates vegetables, which and is what we say. Come on, they... broccoli without extra virgin yeah. olive oil is oh, very no. hard. No, no, thank you. And is it similar to like the, the steak and chicken thing saying that they bring out the best in each other? They do. They do. I mean, some of the nutrients that are present in the vegetables that our bodies want to, they, they need a like a fat component to be absorbed because mm. they are fat soluble. So when you eat a raw carrot, you may have a certain amount of um, nutrients that will be absorbed in your body at a certain rate. When you have the carrots that have been fried in or, or sauteed in olive oil, you will absorb different nutrients and in different rates. You know, you know, de depending on how the, the, the vegetable have been cooked, that changes the way that all those nutrients will interact with each other and how our bodies will absorb them. Unbelievable. What would you use this olive oil with if the other one's more around foods that don't want to be overtaken? Would this be more of like a flavoring one? This is this is the opposite. This is would be just to when probably when Give you want punch. the oil to be the main star of the dish, when you want the oil to be the sauce, like a freshly made pasta with a bit of this oil, just a bit of garlic, a bit of parsley, Truffle, if it's a truffle season, you can grate a little bit of truffle on top of it. That's it. But they're all pretty strong flavors. They match each other, marinating red meats. But also, surprisingly, the fact that this oil is bitter. Sometimes people think, oh, well, bitter oil, I'm, I'm not sure if I like it. Well, it's always important to place it in the context of cooking. We may not enjoy a spoonful of black pepper, but <laughs> a bit of pepper and the steak goes really well. Yeah. Same goes with this oil. And there's little tricks that we normally play with. One of those would be, for example, if you dip piece of dark chocolate into this oil and you eat it, in your mouth it will feel a bit like milk chocolate. And I think, well, how can it be? I'm eating a bitter chocolate with bitter oil and it feels like a much smoother flavor. Well, what happens is the fat in the oil will be covering the antioxidants in the chocolate that gives the chocolate the bitter flavor. 
and the fat in the chocolate will be covering the antioxidant in the olive oil and making the most of a flavor, but with a sort of toned down version of a bitterness. So much to think about. <laughs> ask, do you do this for, for dinner? Do you think about I'm this? I'm going to now. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. as well because it's funny. I was lucky enough to, uh, when we went up to the Grove, I got a couple of beautiful bottles, a couple of the top shelf ones as well. And funnily enough, I used them in the wrong way. Like I put the, because I thought the good one, I'll use it on everything, it's the good one. You're deep frying. You can. I was deep frying it, but I did make, like I was using uh, the one that we used the first, the mild one on everything was great. But then I used the really heavier blend, this one on, um, I was cooking my eggs and I like to fry them up, really like to fry them up as people would listen, would know. But when I put them in my, um, my baguette, I could still taste the oil. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's probably a little, not right for this meal. Yeah. Um, See, I learned that one. Yeah. Correct, especially because eggs will, have, to some extent, have a fairly subtle Why would flavor. Why eggs so much? I know, yeah, you're well, a big egg fan. <laughs> big egg guy. Yeah, real big egg guy. It's um, personal preference. Some yeah. people who are like from the Mediterranean regions, we've got um, someone at work and she's Spanish and she she loves that kind of really yeah. robust flavor because yeah. you're really used to it. So if you're someone that loves extra virgin olive oil, yeah, you want maybe you'll flavor. love that. But if you're not, you know, if you're not used to it or maybe you've cooked with other oils, then some of those more mild ones are probably yeah. the best place to start so you don't feel that kick. Kick in the <laughs> well, what we've got is a bad one as well. I want to do the which, bad one. Which we always do at the end of the tasting. They said, hey, this, this is just is, for you to shit. identify this what isn't olive extra. oil this is just This is not extra oil. anymore. Mm. This is what olive oils should not taste oh like. And again, it's the opposite of the other oils. So if what is when you smell it, doesn't remind you of something fresh, it reminds you of something that is a bit off. Oh, oh that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, that's, that's like, a bad, like bad fruit. one. <laughs> uh, in, in this case, we get you know, it could be could be whiny. What we describe as whiny Wine. could be a bit fusty, so a little bit of fermented, you know, in a sense, a bit like a blue cheese baby vomit. You know, they used also <laughs> to describe it. Um, right. Wet carpet, <laughs> yeah. old socks. You this know, is actually <laughs> an like an olive oil. Yes, it is olive oil. It is a, it's a bad olive oil. It is a bad olive oil. Like it on was, the shelf. Yes, regretfully, there's a fair bit of that. Um, in the markets around the world, uh, and and um, that's one of the challenges. You know, the regretfully, only fifty percent of the olive oil produced around the world is extra virgin. The other fifty really? percent is of a lower quality and um, end up being refined or not. But this is important, and sometimes could be just bad because the oil is too old. Yeah, you know, okay. even good olive oils after three or four years will eventually become rancid and will taste bad. It's funny. I got a story. When I went out for first date with my current wife uh, six current years wife? ago, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> six years ago, and uh, we're just having a very nice meal, and uh, she said to me, "I don't like olive oil." And I think, oh, Jesus, this is a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then what it happened, and what I thought is that what she didn't like is this. Yeah, and th this is what she was. She got exposed before. I said, look. Wait for me. <laughs> a couple of months later, got a fresh, you know, fresh harvest, you know, oil um, to her. So, oh, I love these. This is not what I know as olive oil. I said, well, that's it. Probably what she knew about olive oil was this one. So a bad one. And sometimes when you think, when we hear a lot about this, uh, well, olive oil is a bit too strong for me. I just don't know. Well, as you've tasted from the other ones, none of them get really strong no. aromas or flavor. These are, if the flavor, if the aroma is actually a, a bit aggressive, most likely we're talking about something that is not right and it's not good olive oil. So I will encourage those that are thinking, mm, I don't I don't think that I like olive oil, it's too strong, to go and try you know, something good, uh, a nice, yeah. fresh Australian oil, and you most likely you're gonna change the, the way that you see, the, that you see this product. Love that. 
And when yeah. we take a sip of this, sorry for that. Yeah. The mouthfeel, again, very greasy and oily. Oh, it almost, um, it almost feels like a crayon or like you're chewing um, a yeah. Play-Doh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Again, that, like waxy, that waxy. Yeah, that waxy feeling. Well, that, that's, that's a complete contrast so with the other oils. You can actually sip a bit of the other oils. Yeah, I might take some out. of the, this <laughs> one cleansing. back to get Cleanse that taste out of the mouth. But it's, see, it's very simple to pick up between you know, a good and a bad oil. You know, good one, fresh aromas, very easy, clean mouthfeel, bad <clears> olive oils. The mild is like a, it's like a uh, palate cleanser. <coughs> I think I went for the um, strong one you again You went for the there, strong yeah. one. You had the body. <laughs> I could drink that. Well, I have. The mild? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, in terms of pairing, the last one goes well with your car. So if you need <laughs> <a car. laughs> Or the bin. Very good. Like that one, huh? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Fantastic. Um, I had a question before. I was thinking infused oils. Yes. Can we talk about them? Yes, sure. What's the, like, how does that work? There's, there's two different ways of uh, producing infused oils or infused extra virgin olive oils, which are actually very common. Yeah. One is just simply crushing the fruit or the element that you want to infuse the oil with at the time of making the oil. Yeah, you could be doing- Like a chili if, oil. Yeah. Suppose you want to do a chili oil, yeah. you just throw some chilies with the olives, crush the whole thing together, and the oil that comes out is chili oil. Yeah. Or you could be extracting the essential oil out of the chilies, extracting the extra virgin olive oil, and then just blending them together. Either way, we're talking about fairly natural you yeah, know, it's products. Crazy. And it's a easy, practical way of bringing some other flavors, you know, garlic, you know, onion, chili, lemon, into a cooking without actually having to peel and chop the garlic or peel and chop the onions. And there could be even some, you know, nutritional implications. I think in particular for, for those that are in a FODMAP uh, diet. Yeah, I was going to add that. There's a, I'm not sure if you've FODMAP. Heard. Yeah. I have a friend that's FODMAP. Like, yeah, low FODMAP. So a lot of people who've got... Um, could you explain that? That's like no garlic, yeah. onion... Mushrooms? Well, there's all sorts, like yeah. FODMAP. There's there's lots of okay. different foods that have got FODMAPs because it stands for, I won't go into it. He um, thinks that he got it, by the way. I just want to tell you how he thinks he got it. He went to Bali and he swallowed pool water and he uh, thinks from that he got FODMAP. Well, some people, some people do get like a bad bout of okay. like a bug or something and it does affect their gut health. Yeah. Because, and I remember you were talking to Dom about that, big oh, fan I, of I gut, need gut health. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if you kind of, if you've sort of affected the gut yeah (laughs) swallowed some pool water (laughs) it can so it can lead to some sort of intolerances and just you know but um yeah there are people who need to follow a low fodmap diet because they might have intolerances garlic and onion are really big ones like there's it seems to be a lot of people are intolerant to garlic and onion but our infused um extra virgin olive oils with garlic or onion are safe for the people really yeah he's going to be so happy with that yeah you get get the flavors without the nasty (laughs) we go to like restaurants and it's you know, he's not trying to make a scene, but like he can't have even like salt, uh, garlic salt on yeah. his chips or like on the steak or anything. It's um yeah sad. I know because and it's very hard to find garlic and onion are my favorite. Yeah, things. and they're very like essential to cooking. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, they, those products are really popular with people who are following the low FODMAP diet. So that's really good to know. Yeah, yeah they're I'll, safe. I will let him know about that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Hey, Leandro, if people want to do that at home and and trial the two, what were they? Because I don't even know. Were the, the very easy to do. You know, yeah. For the first oil would be our Cobram State Classic. That I've got the purple bottles label. Here. Yes, it is. That's the one. So this purple one was the first yeah, one. The purple one, the Yummy. classic, middle middle of a range, medium in intensity. And the That's second one, the more one. robust one, the more punchy and peppery one. Sounds like is me. that Coratina uh, on the black label? Bold intense. There you go. That's me. 
That was fantastic. Okay, so if people want to try this, they can taste along, see if they taste what uh, what we did, bold, intense, and then Darcy, just the classic. <laughs> Straight shooter. Yeah, how good was that? Good that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, it's still in my throat. Sean, before we finish up, misconceptions. Yes. We spoke about a few of them today, but how much um, we will, a little extra version of it, sorry, do you actually want to like have a day? And like, does it matter if it's raw versus cooked or like, how does that? Yeah, we usually say two to three tablespoons. Yeah every day. So that's probably more than most people are having. I'd yeah. say I think the average Australian's having about one tablespoon a day. But um, in the food? Does that count? Or however, or? Yeah, yeah. However you like. So cooking with it, you can drizzle it, like you can have it on salads, you can cook with it, you can bake with it, as we were talking about before. Lots of different ways to get it in there. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter so much, but two to three tablespoons every day. So that is quite a bit. It's probably more than most people. Than a teaspoon. Yeah. But, but, also, but also when you think that you should also have as a recommendation a number of serves of veggies per yeah. day. Well, either by dressing the veggies with the oil or using the oil to saute the veggies or to fry them or to grill them or even doing, I don't know, wilted spinach and then you yeah. just pour on top of it. It's thinking about, well, a tablespoon per serve of veggie in a different way that you use yeah. it. That normally, that's how the Mediterranean diet would do it. That's how my grandma would do it. Yeah, oh, for sure. It sounds a lot when you say it like that, but yeah, if you're just like drizzling it over yeah. something. Yeah, just however you like it. We've got people at work who put it in their coffee in the morning. No, um, they don't. <laughs> yeah. do they really? Why do they do that? Personal well, preference? It's very nice. Well, instead, instead of, I mean, if you think about it, your milk, really what it does bring to the coffee <laughs> is a bit of that fat component that really helps to tone down the bitterness of the coffee, same as we talk about the chocolate, the same the same principle. So when you put the oil, makes the the coffee taste a little bit smoother, uh, but without the milk component diluting the flavor of the of the coffee. So you still get. So you need the milk with it. No, yeah. no, no, no. You can have olive Black. oil with a bit of oil and the coffee with a bit of oil. What you will have is a still fully flavored coffee, but not feeling as bitter. That's how it works. You don't have to do We're that. We're going to try this. We're going to try this because I do actually like drinking a, an espresso. I like to have one milk coffee in the morning, then I'm yeah. an espresso guy. Yeah. And I like eggs. Did I mention that? We yeah. heard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cooked well. Um, hey, top three takeaways today because there's been a lot learned. I think the big one is antioxidants. They sweep the free radicals. <laughs> that is just, I can't believe they're actually called free radicals. It's a very yeah. cool sort of name for something so dangerous. But three tablespoons a day can help prevent any of these free articles building up yeah well yeah three tablespoons a day we'll say can help um the antioxidants keeps the doctor yeah. away yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. love it um number two you What's can definitely two? cook with olive oil you can definitely cook with extra virgin olive oil no problems at all yes. in fact not only that you can you should be cooking with extra virgin olive oil yeah and number three the big difference between on the shelf when people go in there and have a look no matter you know obviously cobram's a great um product best in the world but Extra virgin is extra virgin olive oil. The difference between extra virgin and olive oil is not minor. Like it's not, quite a not big minor thing. at all. So yeah. it's, 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 it's they are very different products. So extra virgin olive oil is the only olive oil that delivers all the flavor and the health aspects that usually dietitians and doctors talk about when they are referring to the impact of extra virgin olive oil on a diet. And the reason why we focus so much on Australian is because extra virgin olive oil is a fresh product, and like most other fresh products. Local is usually fresher and fresher is better. Mm. Uh, and being in Australia, we have that massive advantage of having access to fantastic locally produced, you know, olive oils. Uh, and uh, well, this definitely would be the things that I look for: extra virgin, locally produced. Especially if you know who the producer is. Also, like like if, as if you're going to a market and buying some oranges or, or apples, just mm. know the producer, buy it locally, buy it fresh. 
Yeah, so cool to be knowing that you're supporting an Australian company, which means a lot to a lot of us here too. Um, last question, because I actually didn't get to ask this when we were at Boundary Bend, but why is that area so good for growing olives? Well, o- olives are initially you know, original from the Mediterranean. They, they really enjoy what we call Mediterranean climate, but it's cool, wet winters, dry, hot summers. Mm. You know, Northern Victoria, southern part of New South Wales and a bit of South Australia has that perfect yeah. climate, really nice, warm, hot, dry summers that allows the olives to you know, fully develop, accumulate the oil, develop those flavors that we tasted today and um, not having an issue with pests and disease. Australia has one of those advantages over the rest of the world is that the main pests affecting olives, like olive fly and olive moth, are not present in Australia. We're actually free from them. That is an extra bonus about you know why the, the quality of the oil is so good. Thank God. Last one. I always do the intros and ask four more que- uh, outros, ask four more questions. Was with wine as well. We speak about how like you plant it. It's like three years before you see a grape. How? What's the process around that planting versus seeing olives on a tree? Similar. It takes about three years yeah. to have the first crop. Around seven years for the trees to reach maturity. And then the olive trees can live for thousands of years. But wow. commercially speaking, normally an olive orchard um, will live about 40, 50 years, and then you start thinking about potentially replanting. Probably another thing that we should mention as well with extra virgin olive oil is don't cellar it. Mm. <laughs> Use it. You know, yeah. don't, don't, yes. don't leave it at home. If you get a nice bottle of olive oil, and what we normally recommend is just buy enough olive oil that you're going to go through with your family over four to six weeks. So... If you're living alone and you don't use a lot, get a 375 ml bottle. If you're a big family using a lot, okay, yes, go for the teens. But ideally, pick up as much olive oil as you're going to go through um, over four to six weeks. Yeah, it's not like wine in the sense like you hold it for a good occasion. It's like <laughs> no. once you've opened it, you want to use it. Yeah, absolutely. And don't like put it that. next to the stove. Well, now we're just throwing facts at you, oh my but God, like, I love yeah, facts. <laughs> keep it in a cool dark place. Cool dark place because it'll start to degrade quicker next to that heat. No, is, not just olive oil, every other oil, yep. just keep it in a cool, dark place. We shouldn't have any other oil. But, uh, <laughs> extra virgins, our one. Hey, Leandro, Sean, thank you so much today. I've actually genuinely learned a lot. Darcy, did you learn some things? I did, I did. I didn't think I needed to learn anything about oil. That's what I mean. I don't think people knew that you <laughs> needed to be educated yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it. Are you going to go to the shops and have a look at some Certainly products? Am. Not going to load up. I'm just going to get enough. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. I appreciate no, it. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Easter. Four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden. you got to love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four-wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal wall or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools. Quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan. Tools built tough. The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brodie Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be 
exciting, two young up-and-coming teams. Watch live now with no ad breaks in play. 4K capabilities have arrived. You can now watch selected AFL games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action. New to KO? Get on board and start your free trial today.